Hey everybody, this is Joe, you're June. Thank you for tuning in to episode 28 of You Meet in a Tavern Presents Void. This is the season finale. Um, I wanted to say a couple things right here at the top so you listen to it and then have no mid-roll so you can just listen all the way through to the finale. Um, number one, thank you all for sticking with us this this season. Uh, the COVID years, the past two years have been pretty tough on the four of us uh, in different ways and scheduling has kind of been all over the place. So we really apologize that things haven't been regular, um, but we thank you for your continued listenership and for uh, sticking with us um, throughout this whole season. And welcome back to the final episode. Um, another special, special announcement. We will be doing a season three. We are super excited to bring you more content, more regular content. Um, hopefully something that we can actually do on a weekly basis uh, that doesn't just involve a season three podcast, but something from us four guys um, on a weekly basis. So stay tuned for that. And I guess extra super special announcement. We will be doing a watch party of this final episode, um, including some question and answer stuff and a reveal of what is to come in season three. And that will be on Twitch. And it will be this upcoming Thursday, November 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, around 8.30, and we'll go basically until we stop. So we'll watch the episode, we'll watch the unedited recording of the episode, and then we'll be uh, doing some special stuff out um, afterwards, So, um, w- which involves the revealing uh, what's going to go on in Season 3. So stay tuned for that. Come in on Thursday night. We're excited to see and talk to everybody, watch the episode together, and... Um, that's it. That's all my announcements. Um, right, since we're not doing mid-roll, I'm going to make sure you hear these beautiful, beautiful patron names. Those that donate $10 or more a month, we call them our master trainer patrons. Andre K., Darth Nate, Max Bender, Rockin' R's Woodshop, Holly Roxana, Strive for Honor, Kavika, Minky Lovin' Gamer, Shiny Pandas, David Crone, Chunky But Funky Charles, <laughs> Brandon Silent Elf Jordan, Cheyenne Winchester, Colton Strickland, John Tugas, Daniel Johnson, Chuck Lueck, Long Live Durf, Henry Calhoff, Chubbles, Cubicle Pirate, John Dwyer, Craig Spaulding, Caitlin Harvey, Robert Gregory, Joey Balboa, Sam J. O. Melton, The Stone Druid, Raver E. Alice, Chris Nelson, Super Average Jason, and Matthew Watson. Thank you all so, so much for your continued patronage and all our other patrons and everyone that listen um, and continues to listen. So, Without further ado, enjoy episode 28 of You Meet in a Tavern Presents Void, the finale, and we will see you all and talk to you all on Thursday night. Okay, peace out. Enjoy.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 28 of You Media Tower Presents Void. Um, do we want to bother with a recap? Joe, you put us through the through the paces what? to get to this point, so why don't you go ahead and okay. say words. Let me refresh my memory here. We, uh, we're heading down the beach for like three episodes. We fought through um, masses of uh, JKH's army. Um, sh- straight to the beach. We're, we're headed towards a battleship that kept shooting us with these mortar shells. Um, none of our Pokemon died, got mega injured. I think maybe one of Jamal's is still poisoned. I think actually my Sizer is still poisoned. I don't know if he's rubbed that off yet. Um, but anyway, we get down to the beach. Uh, Morty lagging behind per usual. Um, and then all of a sudden the battleship comes up and we see it open. And we see Max come out, um, and then a gigantic beast of unknown origin emerges from the water, and someone says, Kaiju. And that's where we are left off. And we have no idea what's in front of us. You skipped the part where we uh, split the party. We split the party (laughs) for no value. Kirk was like, you can go over here where you don't need to go. You can go over here where you don't need to go. Or you can go to the right place. And we were like, all right, let's split up and go to all of them. <laughs> so that is exactly right. That's bang on. Actually. Uh, I will say um, pretty cool what I came up with on the fly out of nowhere. Because I was like, like the Mr. a bunch Mime. of guys heads off with a yes. mirror move. Nice. Mr. Mime glass pane. That's yeah, that right. Was, that like was from the sick. Omen. Which yeah, Hannah and I was... watched the other day, and she was like, I fucking hate horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the one thing I'll add, Joe, they come, you know, on the ship of the, the um, on the, excuse me, on the deck of the battleship was actually Felix, Calvin, and Max. Oh, that's who was. was the whole the, all, all, all goddamn the, family. The three, the three different generations. Um, and HB was the one that said, Kaiju, that was the, it. the loud roar. Godzilla. Um... Uh, next to the battleship a massive reptilian form and as if over a bullhorn all you hear is Cookie! Hydro pump the shore! And as you hear the the beast just roar and the water begin around it begins to swirl and kind of raise around it uh, Jimmy your sealed pokeball kind of floats out of your pocket uh, and begins to glow with a purplish hue. Eventually, it shakes for a second, stirs, and it bursts open, a massive Pokemon shooting into the sky, temporarily blotting out the sun. Hundreds of yards ahead of you, it lands in the shallow, shallow water. Feel free to open up the, the, the tube. The tube of destiny. Oh, the tube! So... Sidebar, Kirk sent us each three tubes, mystery tubes, and we have yet to open them. We don't know what's inside of Used. Us. We'll use that later. Okay. <laughs> we might need that. Uh-oh. Tearjerker. Trying not to rip this piece of paper when I pull it out. It's a poster? And for the podcasters, it's tubes, like mailing tubes, not not just like toothpaste tubes Correct. we have a we have a set of pneumatic tubes between all of our houses <laughs> <laughs> so we can send each other little notes only the patrons know this sign back up please <laughs> ten dollar patrons get to see this live right oh by the nice. way oh shit 
shit. Got a shiny Wizcash. That is sick. My uh, webcam is very confused by the <laughs> That is sick. What's the top nice. say? Nice. So the, I assume it says shiny Wizcash in Japanese. But that is oh, correct. Nice. That is correct. <laughs> nice. um, Hell yeah. Nice. Landing in the shallow water. A kaiju Wizcash. The shockwave of the Pokemon landing, sending earth and water in a massive wave, crashing into the Kaiju Croconaw's hydro pump, dissipating it to nothing. Kaiju. You, you all hear two more roars off to your left. In the distance, the silhouettes of a dinosaur and a monkey come into focus. Morty and June, your sealed Pokeballs be- begin to glow purple as well. June's bursting open first Ooh. to reveal. Oh, so exciting. It is fairly difficult to get it. I had to tightly roll them up. Oh, there's tape. I don't want to rip it, though. All right. Here is... Agron. A sick-ass Agron. I don't know if you can see that. Yes. Look at that dino man. That is badass. Revealing giant kaiju Agron. Next to them, having erupted out of their Pokeball shortly behind... And hitting a little jig. And I was ready for this moment. This now see here's here's the sad part. I'm not gonna know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hold on. Shit. Ryan has still never seen his Pokemon. Oh, okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> Kaiju. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrifying. Oh no. He's nice. green and I got a green screen. Oh god. <laughs> no. Turn I the saw green it screen for off. a second though. It was awesome. Turn the green screen off for just a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'll turn it. <laughs> oh my gosh. You got these commissioned? Yep. These are BA, um, dude. So, I, I kind of think a couple, maybe a week after the episode comes out, we can. I have the digital files. We can share those with everybody. Oh, there's a chopper in the background. Yeah, so I had them put like things on the picture so you can kind of see the size. I think t- Tins, I think yours has a submarine, and uh, Brian, I think yours is like oh, yeah. somebody on a horse, yeah. like rearing yeah. back. You can see a little nice. bit better. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. I was ready for this moment. I already prepped a, PD- or a uh, PNG for my background here on the video. And uh, hitting a little jig and appearing as Ludicolo, kaiju style. Uh, both ready to square off against Kaiju Monferno, which is making their way back towards the city, and Kaiju Venusaur, which is heading straight for you. Is Morty all... Do, do I get a horse, too? You don't get a horse. That is that is, <laughs> that is that is a marker for size. It's a horse for scale. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. A horse is for scale. The, okay. There's a there's a there's a birds for scale subreddit which is all art with uh, little birds drawn in the background to show that it's a very big uh, landscape. <laughs> birds for scale. Check it out. That is sick. Um, so while you all are rolling initiative, I'm going to send you all in Discord some information about your kaiju. Pokemon. Oh snap! So what? Uh, so forgive me. Kaiju means. So it, it translates to what I found, uh, mystery beast. But it's essentially it's uh, like a, a a huge beast. It's you know kind of a Godzilla, Mothra. Godzilla that type of is thing. the tr- is the classic. Uh, like first, a su- super mega. First uh, first trip out with these new dice. First roll. That's a one. A blur. <laughs> Throw them out. I got it. 18 plus 4 is my deck, so 22 for June. Yeah. I don't even remember what my deck is. I've got a 13. Oh, my deck is plus 3, so technically it's a 4. But it's a natural <laughs> 1. 
<laughs> Natural love. Morty, 13. Jimmy, what was yours? Uh, four. Four. Oh, sick. I'm reading the move that I get. So you, all the moves listed are what you already have on the Pokemon in the app for yes for yeah. a reference. Uh, yeah. Wait, and did then, you send us something? Uh, I haven't sent you yours yet, Tense. Okay. I'm, I'm working on it right now. Here's a quick question. Yep. Are these like level 20 as far as like does damage dice increase? Yes. So like maximum damage, whatever yes. it could do. That okay. is correct. All right. So, so I should we level, level them up in our app? Yeah, just crank them up to, to level 20. Yep. And yeah, the moves will reflect uh, the damage increase if you just level up to 20. And should I like check my move list to see if there's anything I want to switch out for the stuff I already have? No, they they have what they have. They're yeah. locked in. OK, cool. Yep. You should fully evolve to get uh, the new AC of the monster, probably. But the HP is looks like Kirk has provided the HP. So we're good there. Yep. Nice. So I will say there's a few things that that's for the for those at home is important to know. Um, obviously, as they mentioned, all of their Pokemon will have the moves that they already have on the app. Um, the other thing worth noting is Kaiju Pokemon don't have any weaknesses or resistances. That goes for theirs and yours. All neutral. All right. So, so everybody's uh, fighting from even on on an even scale when it comes to effectiveness of moves. Um, and I have to roll real quick the initial. We, should we should we bump our ability scores, or does it matter? It does matter, right? Like strength decks and stuff when we level up. Yeah, I mean, do it quickly and just crank it into whatever is going to boost your attack. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But we we top out at twenty, right? Uh, yeah, unless you got a nature that uh, is positive, then you top out at 22. Oh, that's right. What's brave? Strength plus two, so I can go to 22 in strength. Nice. Sick. I got 22 strength, 20 dex, 20 con. Um, June, you uh, won the initiative roll. Um, or you have the highest oh, initiative, right. excuse me. Um, so you are up first. So kind of, you already know that Wizcash is in the water towards uh, the crocodile, which is next to the battleship. Um, mm -hmm. And if you recall, and I'm sure you've noticed this by now, the three Pokemon are the three Pokemon that Max has had the whole time. Um, so mm -hmm. Monferno is uh, obviously the big fire monkey, and that's heading towards the city. And then Venusaur, uh, the Kaiju Venusaur, is heading straight towards where you are at on the beach. And those are both off to your left. Um, so you kind of get the, <laughs> the initiative. <laughs> uh, to kind of pick which direction um, you send uh, Kaiju Agron. Okay, so who's uh, you said Monferno's closest, like mm -hmm. right in front of us? Monferno's going to the city, and what were the other two? Uh, Monferno's going to the city. Uh, Venusaur's coming straight for you along the beach, and then obviously Croconaw is in the water, and your Wizcash is in the water as well. But as you know, Wizcash can move through land because we kind of established that in canon uh, when you right. caught him. Right. Okay. All right. So June's going to plant her feet in the sand and kind of twist them around and like with a strong point at at Bud say, all right, Bud, rock tomb. And as Monferno is kind of coming, I guess, out of the water and or out from the from the battleship all so, of a sudden. So they're already on. They're on land. Moving they're on already. Land. Yeah. OK. OK. So Agron pops out and then um, basically the the ground beneath Monferno, I guess it's still sand, but all of a sudden like fissures form on either side of him and like 
old Disney Fantasia, these these cliffs of stone just burst from underneath and uh, attempt to kind of cut him off from all sides and entomb him in rock. And I need Monferno to make a uh, strength saving throw. Okay. And the DC is going to be 20. Let me go ahead and definitely not open up the app. <laughs> uh, DC what? I'm sorry. 20. Natural, natural one, baby. Oh, for Monferno. He is entombed and is going to take 4d8 plus 11 damage. The only dice I didn't pull out was a d8. So let me grab a couple of these. You got to roll four, four of them plus 11. So that's uh, 12 plus 9 is 21. 33 rock damage and he um, needs to make a strength saving throw at uh, the beginning of each of his turns to escape if he wants to move. Okay. Uh, well, it is uh, Monferno's turn right now. Um, and the DC is still 20? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they fail that check. Hell yeah. So they are so then, floundering on the ground. Yep, they're restrained. Uh, so Monferno is literally, after just kind of getting almost snatched out of their path by the earth, is down on the ground, and they are trying to, to make some progress along these huge, jagged peaks from uh, the Kaiju Agron, and kind of as soon, as soon as kind of getting a good grip to pull itself up, the top of the spire kind of that was trying to pull itself breaks, and it, it stumbles backwards into kind of this very intricate and uh, heavily laid rock tomb. Um, Next up is Kaiju Venusaur, and it is making a straight beeline along the beach, uh, and seeing the the Kaiju Ludicolo is making a move straight for it. Uh, the Kaiju uh, Venusaur will go ahead and the Kaiju Venusaur, as it's moving towards Ludicolo, begins to soak up solar energy. And you kind of see it begin to glow and its petals on top of its back, uh, you know, the, the, the petals on its back seem to unfurl and grow um, as it is gathering energy and power from the sun. And it kind of, once it, once it completely unfurls, it stomps all four of its feet into the ground and kind of buries it in and locks in and uh, it just begins to focus dead onto the, onto the Ludicolo. Um, and Morty, you're up. Just to be clear, it's using Solar Beam, right? It is building up to <laughs> yeah. Solar Beam. That's correct. Um, Morty, recognizing clearly, I mean, who doesn't know what Solar Beam looks like, right? Um, all, all right, all right, Ludicolo, Chris, here we go. Um, <laughs> that does not look good. Let's amaze and astonish. Uh, and we'll use astonish to... Uh, so we'll flinch... Does flinch cause inter will that interrupt the solar beam? I'm going to defer to Joe for the concentration. Well, uh, yeah, so uh, mechanically, a flinch just causes your next attack roll to be rolled at disadvantage, or the next saving mm -hmm. throw done by a Pokemon you attack to be rolled at advantage. Okay. But you know, you can right whatever you want to do, Kirk, with that. But that's mechanically what it does. I've got a 19 to hit. Um, that that hits, and I kind of like the the texture that you took with that. So, kind of uh, rem remember the the Ludicolo, the the dancing Pokemon. 
Go, go on, let us know what that astonishment looks like and, and keeps this massive forest-sized dinosaur from firing a massive solar cannon at you. Uh, so yeah, like Ludicolo dances up and starts playing patty cake with, with Kaiju Venusaur's face and then on, at the last hit, sidesteps around him uh, trying to, you know, get out of the way of this uh, forthcoming attempted solar beam and he will take uh, it's 16 damage bad rolls um, so kind of as you as you make your sidestep around the venus horn kind of pop it in the in the cheek with a, a paltry 16 damage astonishment um, they do flinch and the flinch is more in the action of them trying to turn to kind of refocus uh, where the blast is going to go and they their foot just kind of kicks out from under him a little bit and causes the Venusaur to stumble down, um, breaking their, their concentration. And they're kind of, you quickly see the, the leaves on their back begin to uh, regress a little bit and start to, to be, go back into bulb shape. Um, Jimmy, you're up. All right. So, uh, Whizcash is the name of my Pokemon. <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> Out in the water with the crocodile, and he's gonna—he's swimming towards the crocodile. He's gonna dive underwater. Water completely settles. Crocodile's looking around for him and whatnot, and then he actually uh, explodes upward out of the water uh, towards the shallows. Um, and in fact, you can see from the way he blasts up out of water, he was actually underground, not just underwater. And as he comes up, he has uh, on his tail, he has uh, accrued this giant clod of earth uh, from where he was just uh, tunneling through the ground. And he hurls a mud bomb at Crocodile out in the water, which is a DC-20 Save. Not gonna make it. Not gonna make it. <laughs> a nine, nine right. is not gonna cut it today. All right, so that's forty-eight plus eleven. Six plus one seven plus eight is fifteen. Plus seven is twenty-two. Plus eleven is thirty-three damage. And Crocodile has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Okay. By the way, are we tracking PP in kaiju form? Um, only of the oh, the only thing that really matters is the the one move. Yeah, um, okay. I will add this because it's in my notes, and I just didn't send it to you all. Um, your um, damage dice are supposed to be doubled, so I'm going to change the 32. And um, oh hell yeah. I just I just don't feel giant like I said building sized yeah. Pokemon should be dealing the same amount of damage. Well, it's not, <laughs> it's yeah. not so paltry that's, anymore. Yeah. That's that's actually why I asked. So I was like, oh, this guy if this guy has a comparable amount of HP, I'm not sure I'm gonna have enough moves to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> double HP. That's crazy. So a crit is uh, double and double, double dice, double damage. That's correct. So wait, so do you want me to do eight d eight, or are you just doubling my roll? Uh, for now, we'll just we'll just double the roll. If you could tell me uh, that amount again, um, uh, it was seven, fifteen, twenty-two, thirty-three plus times two, sixty-six. Sick. And Joe, what was yours again on the Monferno? 
Um, I think yours was 33 as well, was it not? Yeah, I think it was actually. I think I rolled. No, I rolled a 21 plus. It was 32. So 64. Gotcha. I think I rolled a 21. Very cool. Damn cool. Okay. Um, we are back to the top of the order. You kind of, uh, as the, as things, I don't want to say are beginning to settle out, but as people are, you know, recovering from seeing these massive, massive kind of prehistoric beast-like Pokemon, um, people are running away. <laughs> they are horrified <laughs> of what's going on. Uh, JKH, uh, and Valiant Army are, are going away. The only ones that are really kind of standing strong are Hulma and just kind of a curious amazement. Um, or Hulma, uh, HB, and Jakob are all still kind of right around you guys, maybe thinking, well, probably the safest spot is with the trainers that control these things type type vibe. Um, but you, you kind of find it interesting that as your kaiju Pokemon are getting further away, um, you still kind of feel like you're not going to have any issues communicating with them. But you've also noticed that the other three on the boat have had to shout through uh, a, a, the ship's kind of uh, auditory system to get their commands out to their Pokemon. Um, it just seems like you've got a, just a different bond with, with the Pokemon there. Uh, and again, as you notice, uh, your Pokemon kind of have that purplish hue glowing around them where theirs does not. And um, we're back at the top of the order. Or excuse me, Cookie's up. Can't forget Cookie. Cookie the <laughs> Cookie the Crocodile. Cookie the Crocodile. <laughs> Having uh, just taken the, the the mud bomb there. Um, Wait, is it a crocodile or is it a fur alligator at this point? Or excuse me, a fur alligator, not a crocodile. Fur alligator. Definitely a fur alligator. Um, Still a crocodile. <laughs> in 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 Max's heart, it's Cookie the Crocodile. Um, the uh, Max uh, gets it. You kind of hear like the the microphone squeak. Cookie, bite down on that fish with an ice bag. <laughs> For alligator rears back, another big roar, and you just begin to see ice crystallize around its massive fangs. It is stomping through the ocean uh, ocean water, causing little tremors of its own with its massive weight, and it tries to scoop up Whizcash almost like a burger and take a massive, massive bite uh, out of it. Catfish nuggets. A 20, not natural. D is that with disadvantage? That is not with disadvantage. Yes, it is with disadvantage. 20, exactly uh, wait, do we have special AC or is it still? The ACs ride the same. 20 will hit. 20 will hit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. One, two, one. <laughs> one, two, one, three. There you go. Hell yes. Nice. Uh, double damage. Double damage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. All three. Um, so that is eight. Times two? Or eight total? <laughs> it's, it's 32 total after double. Okay. So uh, the, uh, the, as the kind of barely gets uh, its mitts around Whizcash, and as it chomps down the incredibly dense and hard-scaled exterior of Whizcash, the ice kind of just kind of choo, 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 kind of breaks as it's trying to close its maw around uh, the the earth, or the earthen and water-based fish as it wriggles out of for alligator's mouth and hits back into the water. And uh, June, you're up. All right, uh, June feeling this bond is just going to rush towards Agron, towards Bud, and Bud can reach the uh, 
Monferno? Like melee range? Yeah, I'll say because it's uh, incapacitated and you've probably been closing the gap that way. Yeah, it, it is in this like shield of rock and Agron just, just like roars and charges and ducks his head down. Uh, his spike is protruding out and just slams into the uh, pillars of rock with an iron head. And I roll a disadvantage since it's still restrained. Or I roll an advantage yeah, since yeah. it's still restrained. Uh, where did I do 20 go? There it goes. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20 on the first one. Doesn't really matter what the second one is. 11. Um, so, a natural 20 means I do 12d6 plus 11, and it flinches. So let me just roll 12d6 real quick. Uh, that's 6, that's 10, 12, that's 22, plus 13, that's 35, and another 11, that's 46. Mm, so, what's that, 92 damage? Hell yeah. Quality content, quality content. As uh, this Agron just slams into the pillars, I will say that that was such a hard hit that... Normally it would still be restrained, but the whole thing just explodes into pieces and Monferno goes flying backwards, but is out of the uh, Tomb of Rock. Good flavor there. I, uh, I like that. I like that. Very good. Um, with uh, Monferno kind of, I know I've kind of used this reference a lot, but kind of like the anime slide, right? Like it lands and hits like three thuds and then like it's sliding and just, and it's taken out like tanks and people and it just kind of settles, finally settles into kind of like a a sand dune almost on the beach since you cut it off from making it to to the city. And uh, you kind of hear an older voice come over the the intercom now. Um, And it is none other but Felix Monferno get him get up and burn this thing down flame wheel and the Monferno kind of like gets up and as sand is just pouring off of its shoulders it kind of grunts and woo, and just flames erupt from around it as it begins to to swirl its arms around it and it just kind of claps right at you as it literally looks like a massive uh, massive um, ferris wheel of fire just kind of spins in the air and hits on the ground and kind of like peels towards uh, the agron okay now let me get a let me get a look at uh, what agron looks like again i think his arms are too little to clap uh <laughs> <but> <laughs> Basically, I was going to say he claps it away because he has protect and he's going to use protect here. As a reaction, I could just negate any damage or effects done to me on the first instance of using the move. So I'm basically going to say that, um, you know, he lifts his head up and sees this flame wheel coming at him immediately and just uh, digs his feet down and does one giant stomp with his right foot and this flat, uh, maybe, well, it's, it's huge, just like, five feet thick but like 50 feet wide just sheet of steel erupts from the ground uh like a like the berlin wall and just uh closes off any sort of flame that bursts into the wall and dissipates uh, around him very cool very cool um Mon- monferno kind of after you know it's kind of looking at you it's 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 
you know, it's taken some pretty heavy shots and it's almost uh, aghast as as its uh, massive flame wheel just was negated that that easily. Um, and does protect is the first time any new move is used on Agron. Is that correct? Uh, the first any move, <laughs> any move that um, it targets um, Agron or is he, if he is a recipient recipient of any move, I can negate all damage and effects um, it's only a 3pp move and any other time I try to use it as a reaction I have to roll a d20 and roll higher than a 15 for it to be effective gotcha um, but the first time I can use it uh, automatically with success we'll say that that move also has relevant pp because <laughs> otherwise <laughs> no this... I'm doing that yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll do that so uh, Monferno after the flame wheel dissipated it, it's kind of using its movement and it's starting to kind of take a couple steps back and maybe create a, a little bit of space between it and the Agron. And uh, next up, uh, you are right in uh, its range, the Ludicolo, having used, used the Astonishment here. Um, and I have a disadvantage on attack rolls, correct? Yeah, yes. flinched. So that means Brian has an advantage on uh, uh, a check roll. Saving throw, yep. yep. So, um... Venusaur kind of rears back and stomps its its two front feet into the ground, and you you hear another old voice, slightly different. Calvin, Venusaur, protect yourself, pet petal blizzard, and the the leaves kind of snap unfurl as a bunch of smaller leaves protrude from the bulb in the middle and begin to uh, slowly gain speed and uh, swirl around the Venusaur itself. And, um, Brian, if you could have Kaiju Ludicolo make a deck save. 18. That is good. So I believe it's half damage. Yep. Half as much on a success. Okay, very cool. So let me roll up some damage here. 31 damage on Ludicolo. And then the, the Venusaur continues to kind of stomp into the ground and try to send as, as many uh, petals and leaves into uh, the, the, the mixture of kind of the, the petal-like blizzard whirlwind that is forming around it um, in this attack. And that brings us to Mortimer. How far away is Monferno? Um, a reasonable distance, but not unreasonable for a kaiju Pokemon. We'll say that. <laughs> uh, all, all right, Ludicolo Chris. Um, looks like we've got him on the back foot. Let's see if we can go ahead and help knock out that Monferno. Let's see if we can drain some of that heat, baby. And uh, hit him with the Mega Drain. 16? Uh, 16 does not hit. Mm. Should have kept him restrained. Uh. <laughs> it's my fault. Kind of kind of play this out a little bit. Uh, so yeah, so like Ludicolo turns away from uh, Venusaur and kind of starts running towards Monferno um, and kind of reaches out uh, with his arm and out of his arm kind of comes uh, uh, what looks maybe like uh, uh, almost like a vine. Like it's trying to reach for uh, the Monferno, uh, but just Monferno, you know, evades uh, very deftly being a monkey, of course. Sad times. <laughs> um, and since you <laughs> left uh, the, the, the sphere of the Venusaur, um, I'll take an attack of opportunity on you there. And I can just, I can use any of my melee base moves, correct, Joe? 
Yep. Um, as the the kind of um, petal like blizzard, um, as soon as you kind of turn, Venusaur flares up and, and fires more uh, leaves into the mix um, as it's trying to engulf you with it before Ludicolo with it before it can make its way out. So if I could get a deck save from Ludicolo, natural twenty. It's gonna pass. So that's half damage, baby. Slow workings here. That's that's a d20. That is not the dice I needed. That is 39 damage, and now it is out of out of its range. And you just kind of hear Calvin as you know an old person, not super great with technology, is was still holding the button on the the the, the loudspeaker the whole time. You just hear <laughs> as it like cuts out as Max like snatches it out of his hands. Um, Jimmy, you're up. All right. I have a question. How close is Croconaw to the boat? Um, the bad guy boat. So it, it moved. It moved towards inland, uh, towards you. Where so kind of wherever you would have put Whizcash in proximity to the boat. That's kind of where Croconaw is now because it moved forward to try it Ice Fang. Let's say I have a move with a thirty foot radius under normal circumstances. Could I capture both the ship and Croconaw in that move? Um, I would say that Croconaw would probably, uh, is, is a pretty good screen between yourself and the boat. So I'm going to say Croconaw only. Even if Wizcast moves? Uh, sure. He's swimming around. He's a fish in the sea. Sure. Uh, just, just, <laughs> just like old, old Morty, you'll, you'll proc, a, uh, an attack of opportunity. Okay. That's fine. So before all that happens, Jimmy turns to our various I keep saying Croconaw for alligator. Damn it. <laughs> who are uh, right. that's right i i said it first just say cookie um, <laughs> to, jimmy turns to all of our various compatriots on the beach and he's like what are you guys standing around for attack that ship and points to the battleship which is obviously coordinating uh their attacks with kaiju you know in an attempt to get them to disrupt it in some way if that's a possibility and then Whizcash is going to swim uh, between, he's going to swim around between for Alligator and the ship. Uh, take the attack opportunity if you want. Yep. Um, so for Alligator kind of snaps around as, as the Whizcash tries to leave kind of its sphere and takes just a massive, massive chomp down uh, using Crunch, uh, attempting to use Crunch on Whizcash. That is a 22. That will hit. <laughs> 52 52 goodness I can't do math this is the problem I don't know how to use excel is the problem how do you fucking subtract you auto can, sum you I can, want the opposite of an auto sum um, you can set manual HP in your app and just subtract it that way you don't have to do oh I tried but it didn't work as oh. um as you're figuring that out and as a for alligator uh, cookie is using a, 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 a crunch <laughs> Uh, and the, the, the crunch was instinctual. You didn't hear a command from, from Max, but the Fralliator kind of snaps around and, goes, oh, and kind of like kind of lurches underwater itself, uh, being a reptilian sea-based kind of uh, Pokemon itself and just bites at the Whizcash and gets a pretty, pretty good chunk out of it before it, it pops back up. Um, and uh, back to you there, Jimmy. All right. So then... Wizcash is going to use Magnitude, centered on himself, Ooh. radiating outward, an earthquake, 
um, underwater, uh, which he is trying to hit for alligator with as an attack. Um, and I believe it's a save. Yes, it is a dex save. Move DC 20. Uh, but his real goal is to create a tsunami, which is going to disrupt the battleship out on the water, which is giving commands. Uh, love it. So first I'll, I'll roll for uh, Cookie for Alligator. Um, and they fail. Cookie fails. Okay. And so then I have to roll a magnitude to see how strong this is going to be, which probably maybe affects how well it affects the ship. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll kind of play that on the fly, but I like the direction this is going. So that is a forty-seven, which is basically a middle magnitude. Be two d twelve plus. It move is like my plus eleven, right, Joe? Yep. Okay, so two d twelve. Uh, mo- yeah, move is plus uh, five if it's a twenty. It's six if it's a twenty-two. It's your. It's not your attack bonus. It's your damage bonus. Oh, that's way shittier than I thought. Oh, well. Why do I have plus 11 on some of them? You might have stab. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, that's so that's uh, kind of depressing. 19 damage. But it is like a medium-sized earthquake. Was that double? Underwater. 19 yeah. times 2. Oh, yeah, that's... No, because that was... That was that's 2d12. It's normally hmm. 1d12, so that's 2d12. Are you doubling the dice, not the total? Oops. I think no, I that would be... That would be even worse. <laughs> <laughs> How are you getting a 19 if you doubled something? That was my question. Right. Did I say Did I say 19? Yes, oh, you, because yeah. I doubled the dice, not the total. I see what you're saying. Yes. You're right. So it's, uh, let's see, what did I roll? 13 plus 6 is 19. 38. Oh, uh, 13 plus 12 then. So 25. Okay. We got there. We got there. 25. Okay. <laughs> I still uh, don't get how that's doubling either. something. <laughs> if you double something, it's always even. It's it's one d twelve plus six. I rolled two d twelve plus twelve. Oh, okay. You're doubling. Okay, I was saying. So I so I doubled the number of dice I rolled, and then also doubled my bonus. Okay, I have been du- that, I have been getting a total and then doubling and then the doubling it right. That would let's see. That would be. <laughs> Which that one? Would which one would Let's be more that. damage? Let's do that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, Pretend like so, it's, and it's so like we every never move have to do effective. this again. <laughs> We're just gonna roll what your attack is and double it, and we'll just keep it's rocking. Every from attack is super effective. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. We are so good at this. <laughs> this has been a math lesson with you meeting the tavern. Right. Good lord. Taking Joe back. Um, okay, so <laughs> uh, the magnitude itself. Um, 38 not not too bad well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna make just a, not a deck save but we'll say a, a constitution save or a, of, of some magnitude uh for the magnitude uh, well that's a natural 20 so the ship is doing great <laughs> <laughs> the ship is doing awesome um, no problems <laughs> jimmy a little uh not a, not as excited to see that go down um uh, but uh, Max is back on the on the on the speaker. Yeah. Cookie! Cookie! Superpower! Oh, nice. So the the crocodile begins to stalk through the water towards the Whizcash, um, and it's going to make a melee attack against you, dealing fighting damage on a hit. The move exhausts you, and your strength and dex ability scores are both reduced by 10 until after my next turn. 
Um, but let's see if it hits first. Dude, everything hits you. 24. <laughs> what this one is, everybody's to hits like plus 13. So you have to roll yeah, right. a, like a two or better to hit me. <laughs> Consider uh, it higher 20, than a, a two 20, then. A 22 will hit. That is a, a system mechanic. The health is exaggerated at higher levels, so things need to hit more often for combat to pace well. Yeah. Which is how the games work, too. Yeah. You don't hardly miss them. 122. Oh, <laughs> my God. That'll hunt. That'll hunt. Throw him a health potion. The croconaw. Yeah. <laughs> Recovers. 2D4. Building. Croconaw <laughs> uh, is just stalking through the water, and it is just bellows with rage. As you you see, uh, just it, it's, it's drawing all of its power from the water that it's in. And it almost kind of its its whole uh, whole arm, right arm, just kind of gets encased by just water and just movement, and with all its power, just reaches back, and it's just a downward strike right on top, square in between the eyes on Wizcash. Actually, uh, uh, does Wizcash just not have a W on its forehead? Check the poster. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. Uh, he normally does. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's like burnt on there. It smokes oh, this W. Just oh, <laughs> weak spot. Crunches. W is for weak spot. It crunches. Yeah. <laughs> it just crunches a huge divot into Wizcash's uh, Wizcash's dome, which is this massive superpower. And of course, its strength and dexterity are now cut in half until the end of this next turn. Excuse me. And then June, back to you. Okay, question. This move that we have one PP on, mm -hmm. we can use it anytime. If my, my move references um, total HP yep. in the description, is that, uh, not that it matters right now because I haven't taken any, is that max or current? Uh, current. Current HP. Okay, yep. so if I'm at full health, that's going to be doing its maximum damage that was that was the intention the intention there yep <laughs> the intention okay <laughs> the intention How, how's uh how's old monferno looking is he looking a little bloodied <laughs> uh looks like a big ass fire monkey that you've you've done, done dealt some good damage to I, i'm not i'm not <laughs> trying to give away the game here but I know. I just don't know if this is gonna kill him outright or it's still gonna be like leftover and all right, um, we're going to... Oh, I know what I want to do. Okay, so the steel curtain is still up in front of me mm -hmm. uh, from Protect. And that uh, the flames just kind of like blew off the sides. Agron bends backwards and with a massive uh, foot just pounds at it. And the whole thing, those whole like hundreds of foot tall steel wall comes and slamming down um, in front, not on top of, but in front of the Monferno. Like there's this big gap between me and Monferno. It basically um, hits the gap. And as it hits the earth, these ripples of, of, of dirt and sand and rock, uh, almost like a, like a wave, just uh, burst from the ground at the tip of the steel wall and come crashing into Monferno uh, like a tsunami. And uh, that is going to be the move Earthquake. Okay. So I need um, Monferno to make a strength saving throw again, DC 20. 23. Okay. So he's going to take uh, half of this damage. No, half of the... 
What is it? Half? Yeah, half damage. So just be so like I a guess double. It's just going to be the normal damage. Yeah. So it's eighty-six plus six. Uh, that is eight. Um, plus three is eleven. Seven. Twenty. And eleven. That's thirty-one damage. Thirty-one damage. But he does not. Uh, he is not knocked prone. Okay. So Monferno kind of gets uh dress it up you can describe it i don't want to yeah these ripples of earth are coming at him as at a wave monferno like ducks down to try to kind of uh brace himself for the blast and he gets knocked backwards but he shuffles his feet and slides backwards as another one crashes into him um and as the dust settles around him you can see monferno is still standing upright but um he's looking a little worse for wear very good. Monferno kind of sliding back into the sand. And just for, for texture here, Joe, um, I am going to be using a new attack, but I want to uh, gussy it up because depending on if you pass your protector, if you like to use it or not, is kind of how I want to describe this. I'll so, definitely use uh, protect if okay. I'm going to be attacked here. I'll um, try to use protect. Uh, you just hear uh, Monferno, uh, close the gap and turn up the heat! And uh, the Monferno, uh, kind of its chest swells and it belches a massive, massive blast of uh, just a ball of fire that is traveling along this this metal wall that uh, um, that Agron has just tipped over to cause this earthquake as it's it's heat so hot that it's warming up. It's kind of melting the the steel as it's traveling along it, um, and. Let me know. You you are using protect, and you have to do what a fifth. You have to roll a fifteen. I have to roll a sixteen or higher. I think. Let me just check. Higher than a fifteen, so sixteen or higher on a d twenty. Okay. Come on, baby. I rolled a seven. Okay. So um, uh, let me roll to hit first too. Twenty four. So um, I think like Agron turns and lifts his arm up and like this uh, uh, gauntlet ap- just appears in midair and like creates this massive shield. Uh, but the heat from Monferno as he's approaching it just kind of melts it away and it becomes useless. Uh, I love that. So the ball of fire um, begins kind of melting through the shield and all of a sudden, as if it just snapped out of existence, the the fire, the fireball right in front of Agron's face disappears and Monferno is in the air with a, a flare blitz and is just coming across with just a mean right hook across um, uh, with kind of a, a fiery fist of its own, a flare blitz, blitz coming across Agron's face. Oof. 70 damage onto Agron. Okay. Got 330 left. And just uh, kind of using that fireball as a distraction and causing Agron to shield up as if that was the true source of destruction. Once it blinks out of existence, that opening was just enough for Monferno to close that gap and lay in a devastating flare blitz. Um uh Felix grabs onto the or excuse me Calvin grabs onto the mic and uh uh just yells at Venusaur gather the sun try the solar beam again 
and the 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 petal dance, uh, the petal blizzard, excuse me, the leaves just kind of wither as if the sun has burned them themselves, and they fall to the ground as the again the leaves begin to grow and the bulb begins to unfurl uh, even larger onto Venusaur's back as it digs back into the ground and begin begins gathering power uh, for a solar beam. Um, Morty, you're up. Uh. So Morty is kind of looking over at, at Ludicolochris and uh, notices his, his right leg starting to start getting some tapping action going down. <laughs> Starts bobbing his head. He's like, oh, I uh, I see your, your that son looking for have a good time. I see you out there <laughs> shaking your money maker. <laughs> and uh, he's going to use his super move, which on here says Aqua Jungle Jitterbug, but Oh my god! That's not what we're doing here. It's it's not. We're not doing the jitterbug. He's out. He's out there. Like he's shaking his ass. He's got the head going. Like he's just. <laughs> this is quality video content. It's great. Hey, I got. We got to bring Patreon people back somehow. <laughs> okay. Um, go on. Go on and read the the description there, Brian. So uh, the aqua jitter jungle jitterbug. It's a series of movements. Summons wrath of Mother Nature, calming aura of the sea. Every, stre- every step grows a bond with friends and deepens the hatred of enemies. Opposing Pokemon takes 5d10 plus 10 times the dex mod damage at the end of your turn for the next three turns, beginning with this one. Uh, you and all ally Kaiju Pokemon regain half of the damage dealt. Ooh, I love that. Um, okay. That is okay. awesome. Okay. That helps my next move. So, which opposing Pokemon are you uh, eyeing down here? I'm Morty? gonna. I, we're eyeing down the Venusaur. Okay. Um, and we're uh, Ludicolo's, you know, kind of <clears throat> making his way over there. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, I can't think of the name of this skit now, but I'm, I'm picturing it's, it's Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell with the ch- the woman in the middle, and they're at the club. Oh, oh, oh! oh Night of the Rockstar. Night of the Rockstar. Yeah, yeah Night of the Rockstar. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just picturing like Ludicolo just walking up on Venusaur, just like constantly nudging on him. Uh, go ahead and uh, I'm, I'm gonna guess, given the average age of our fans, about three <laughs> percent of people listening to this. Look it up. It, <laughs> I have more confidence. I think at least seventeen. Uh, let us know definitely in the comments. A, <laughs> yeah, definitely not a skit that you would do today. Um, so go ahead and, and roll up the 5d10 plus 10 times your dex mod, and that's going to ping on... Um, so the, this move is an auto hit, um, and... Not whoa. doubled. <laughs> yeah, this is not doubled. Um, this is just... It, it, it deals the damage as it is as it reads. Um, so go ahead and roll that up, uh, Brian, and let me know uh, how much damage this Kaiju Ludicolo is doing with its Aqua Jungle Jitterbug. 65 damage. Uh, and it's beginning with this one. So let's go ahead yes. and ping that down. And then we will all gain rerounding down. 33. Or round, round you up. Round round up, up. In, 33. Uh, D&D. 33 damage. Yep. Nice. Okay. And we'll gain 33 every time I take a turn. Correct. For the next two as well. Yep. That's correct. Hell yeah. So what is that? I have 63. I can, I can hang with that. Um, very strong turn, very strong turn. Uh, and Jimmy, you also gain that that HP back if you haven't uh, written that. How, mu- how much was it? Uh, thirty nine or thirty three? Thirty three. Yep. Thirty three. 
Helpful. Um, and Jimmy. Jimmy and uh, Shiny Whiskash, you're up. So you said that, that that last move doesn't just affect my modifier. my or It doesn't just affect my to hit. It literally, my modifier is decreased by 10 for this. No, turn. no, no. Mine is. So Cookies is. Superpower. Yeah, Superpower cookies is, is a decreased. really strong move, but lowers your oh, stuff. Oh, so his. Yeah, essentially, I, I, it's an exchange of the stat modifiers for massive damage on that turn. I see. Oh, so that wasn't even like his turbo move. That was just a strong nope. regular move. Correct. <laughs> yeah. The superpower with, uh, I think it's, um, who's the squid Pokemon? Um, Malamar? The psychic one. Malamar. Malamar has superpower, but also has like topsy-turvy or some kind of ability that uh, has opposite effects of moves. So you use superpower and then actually get twice as strong the next turn instead of twice as weak. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Um, hmm. Quaking in my boots at that. But since my mod is not decreased, I don't have to waste a turn before using World Reshaper. <laughs> Which is my uh, auto hit special move, and I am going to terraform. Uh, yeah. Reticulate those splines. Earth mixes with water, turning even the hardest rocks into moldable clay, transforming the landscape into a weapon limited only by imagination. <laughs> Here's what my imagination says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the weapon is going to be a really fucking big rock. So imaginative. Because Wizcash, Wizcash is going to dive down. We're going back to the like earthquake tsunami theme of Wizcash. Uh, I, I mentioned pre on a previous episodes, one of the reasons I like Wizcash is based on Japanese folklore. Uh, because there's Japanese kind of uh, myth that there's a giant catfish that lives under Japan, which thrashes around and causes earthquakes, which is why Wishcatch is water and ground type, and his like signature move is earthquake. So he's gonna go down and literally uh, reshape the earth underneath the ocean by taking a huge chunk underneath where they are. Uh, we'll say about the same size as the magnitude he just did, and lift it out of the water like a spirit bomb and just crash it down on top of for alligator's head with the goal of also displacing a huge amount of water underneath everyone and then doubly doing so when the giant rock crashes down and hits for alligator um and v nice. that will That'll do v nice. <laughs> v nice that'll do 10 d12 so I'm just going to do this on an app or something so I don't have to. <laughs> 10d12 plus 10x your strength mod. Uh, let's see. How do I roll? <laughs> gonna have, can gonna can have... I just 10d12? Wow, you can just type it into Google. <laughs> and it'll roll you for you? You just type roll 10d12 and it rolls 10d12 Oh, that's for sick. You. So uh, that does 58 plus 10 times my strength mod, which is a 6. So uh, 58 plus 60 is 118 damage with any of the associated uh, geographical effects I described <laughs> at, at your discretion, Kirk. Um, so uh, a part you did not, uh, or I did not read, is um, part of this world reshaper move is the defending Pokemon loses their next turn. Um, oh, completely. Oh, so that, that kind of fits into... Mm -hmm kind of what I planned for that anyway. I totally forgot. I planned that without reading that because I forgot it. 
but that's what I wanted to do. Um, and <laughs> th- this, you know, as the massive, massive, uh, literally piece of the planet uh, hits a for alligator, um, it is crippling it underwater, and it it just flat out disappears. And you just hear Max uh, come over the. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, and there is nothing as that you just hear cookie being shouted over uh, the auditory system um, the water begins to become very still where for alligator is as its turn is officially lost june back up to you okay june monferno has rushed wait what what did anything happen to the battleship there did i miss that maybe i missed that. oh yeah that's it did uh yeah was there any effect from the tsunami on the ship itself uh there there was not it was it gathered up the, the the waves careened into this massive battleship stirred it a little bit uh but it is still uh fairly reasonably intact We'll say it's still riding the high of the natural 20 of the the Constitution (laughs) save from before. Hell of a ship. Hell of a ship. Quality, quality (laughs) ship. Okay. Um, I am also going to follow suit with my superpower move. Uh, So the Monferno came rushing up, hit Agron with his uh, arm still raised from like this ship with this flare blitz, knocks him back a little bit. And Agron um, just thrusts his arm forward, throwing Monferno back, this ape. Um, And as he's kind of like, I don't know, maybe like 30, 40 feet away now, um, Agron's eyes just glow this blinding blue um, as he opens his mouth and lets out this huge roar and puffs his chest out. And you start to see his helmet glow. And all of a sudden, these uh, scales start to stack, starting at the top of his head um, and moving down his spine, just like choo, 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 and they go all the way down his back and end up at his tail, and his tail turns into this uh, this massive spear. Um, and as he roars, he twists his body, and this spear is unleashed from his tail and comes flying straight at Monferno. Um, just trying to gouge and impale him going straight through his body. And this move is called Doom Inevitable. Uh, the steel protrusions of scales and spikes grow instantly. With a mighty roar, they tear from the monster's body and are hurled at the opposition, embedding themselves and dealing staggering damage. Opposing Pokemon take damage equal to half of my current HP, which uh, I have currently... I wanted to use this at 400, but I currently have 363. Uh, So it's going to do 180 if we round up two damage to Monferno. Hopefully impaling him against the cliffs behind him. Um, The uh, and don't forget to to roll uh, your um, recoil damage there from the spike. Oh, yes. I also take a bunch of recoil. I take 10 D10 HP, which I am going to roll via google um <laughs> monferno is its doom was in fact inevitable here so once you figure out your your recoil damage go ahead and uh gussy this this thing up uh roll 10 d10 it didn't do that with the 10 d10 i could do it in discord uh-huh. uh 10 d10 i'm gonna take 58 damage so as this chunk of of 
steel comes off of Agron. Um, the the um, scales along his back, this this uh, stack of scales, um, kind of falls off of him, and he falls to a knee. You can just tell he like he used up so much energy for that attack that uh, he staggers slightly um, as some of his scales fall off. Um, and but uh, yeah, Monferno is uh, impaled and now stuck against the cliff and kind of slumps over. Um, it, it, it slumps over. And it, it kind of tilts its head back, and it kind of has, like, this last, like, just atrocious-sounding scream. Um, and it's... Uh, once this the scream kind of leaves its lungs, leaves its body, it slumps back over, and it immediately f- just explodes and fractures into millions and millions of particles. And um, you you hear just kind of over the... Uh, over over the um, auditory system of the ship, I believe Max is the last one using it. What? What's happening? And as you, you know, because he said it over the auditory system, we all kind of see. And uh, Felix is kind of going towards the edge of the boat, and there, and he just kind of grabs at his head, and Felix bursts into a red mist. <laughs> <laughs> the bond is strong. Oh shit! That means us too. Um, uh, Venusaur is up, um, and, uh, it's, it's Solar Beam once again, uh, once again, um, completely, uh, uh, nullified by the massive, massive Aqua Jungle Jitterbug, which I love that name. Too much CC. Too much CC. Um, and, uh, <laughs> a, a visibly, or, or excuse me, a, a sounding shaken Calvin uh, now seeing that, uh, uh-oh, uh, if the Pokemon goes down, I go down too. Synthesis, heal! Synthesis, heal! <laughs> and uh, the Venusaur kind of glows into this bright, bright white, yellowish light. Um, and it regenerates uh, some HP, which I will roll right now. Um, and, and the, the Venusaur is just glowing with this light as it's uh, healing itself. And now it's Morty's turn, so the Venusaur will take 65, and everyone will heal 33. And now nice. it is your turn, Morty, and the old Ludicolo. Uh, Ludicolo is still there, just, you know, banging away on the Venusaur, just nonstop. Uh, and then all of a sudden he just freezes, and then he raises his hands to the sky as the clouds open and he starts you know keeps one foot planted and then starts spinning I can't spin around because I got I'm accorded in but you, you know you get the idea <laughs> um, and uh, a beam of sunlight shines on Ludicolo as we are attempting a solar beam of our own very good um, so uh, that's going to be a close range of solar beam yes <laughs> for sure <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, uh, you are up, and um, as as uh, you know, you're you're kind of eyeing the water where it has gone completely still from the feraligator. It finally lurches out of the water. Um, the feraligator does, uh, but it, it actually has uh, one of its limbs missing uh, from just getting submerged, maybe pinned underwater. It kind of looks like it was just torn off. 
uh, trying to bring itself back uh, to the surface, and um, it looks pretty rough. A little rough? All right. Wizcash is going to charge in, uh, seeing him pop back up, seeing that he's weak, and he's going to flick, sort of do a, a 360 flick of his tail, his razor-sharp tail, using Aqua Tail. He's trying to slice kind of at, like through, like sort of diagonally through for Alligator's neck through his good arm to kind of uh, cut him in that vital place as much as possible, but also maybe try and grab some of his like shoulder or bicep on his good arm and keep just uh, fucking him up. Uh, that is a 14. 14 is not going to cut it on the one-armed alligator. What was that you were saying about the two hit and always being able to hit things? And Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, so kind of kind of uh, dress this up, Tins. How, how does this look in, uh, in this particular situation? We'll just, maybe, maybe Wizcash got a little too big for his britches there <laughs> off that last attack. And uh, he's been kind of frolicking and wallowing in the water. And, uh, yeah, rather than the sort of lightning-fast flick that I uh, described when I thought I was definitely going to hit with it, um, he, he just sort of does a, a lazy swing, and the alligator just ducks under it, keeps swimming around. He's an alligator. He's got his feet and his tail, so he can still swim pretty good. Um, and... Uh... Gaining a boost of confidence, uh, Max snatches the, the the auditory system. Cooking, not like this. Create some distance. Hydro pump. Um, and I'm going to need uh, Wizcash to make a uh, deck save. Move these. Is he creating some distance? Do I get an opportunity attack? It's not it's, if you're it's, forcefully it, it, moved. It, it's more more through the use of hydro pump because it's on themselves, kind of blasting water out. I see. I see. Okay. 16. I'm going to say that's good, because I am not doing this math right now. Because I am, I am not sitting here. Um, so, we'll, we'll say that is good, so you only take half damage here. Um, so, let's roll that up. Still might be a ton, because that's two eights. Three eights. Holy shit. Uh, holy smokes. Wizcash is dead. 54. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy evaporates. 54. And just the, as you mentioned, using its tail and its back legs, Thralier kind of propels itself out of the water and just smashes back down into it and using its tail, just kind of throwing it up and down, uh, just sending water at the Wizcash, um, forcing it backwards and just the, the um, force, the sheer force of the tail through the water. Uh, dealing some damage to the old Wiz Cash. And uh, we are back up to June. All right, June, uh, seeing the Monferno is taken care of, looks towards Marty, Morty and uh, Jimmy. Jimmy is like way out there with for alligator in the water, or I guess Wiz Cash is. Um, looking like he needs help, but probably not looking like uh, Agron is going to be able to get to him uh, with all that water. So she yells to Bud and she says, let's go help Morty out. And um, Agron breaks into a sprint and he's going to try to skewer Venusaur, uh, flank him from the side with an iron head. Okay. So you roll with advantage because you're flanking, right? 
Um, well, that's up to you. I don't think that's a thing. As long as, long as we keep our heal over time up, Wizcat should be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm trying to break uh, any sort of concentration of Venus. Or no, Venus or your synthesis, so. All right, skewer from the side. Uh, it's 11 plus 12, 23. Yep. To hit. Mm-hmm. And 66 plus 11 is the damage. So that's 11 plus 10, 21 plus 11 is 32 times 2 is 64. Okay. And Agron just slams into the side of this giant plant. Uh, the the Venusaur is sent kind of toppling uh, onto its back and then just by the, the sheer force kind of bounces back from its back back onto its four uh, its four legs as it, it it shakes that massive massive strike off and uh, you hear just the desperation of Calvin over the, the auditory thing Venusaur senses <laughs> as the Venusaur is just having trouble uh, standing up and it's almost like a an injured dog it's like bedding down almost um it's in such rough shape as it begins to glow the uh the white and the yellow again um and it tries to to cover up its wounds a little bit wow that was really bad yes <laughs> time for solar beam okay uh and then it's Morty's turn, so minus 65. Oh, do we want to evaporate all three of these guys? So I get, I, we, we get plus 33, right? Yep, plus 33 HP for, for all your Pokemon. And uh, Morty, your, your solar beam is charged up and ready to go. And uh, this, this, this Venusaur is in... Uh, it, it's in a very susceptible position here. This is Ma Max's? Or no, this is Calvin's. This is Calvin's. Yes, yeah, so, uh, Ludicolo, you know, stops the spinning, and then he looks over and he sees the Venusaur. Kind of walks over, look, you know, kind of looks him in the eyes, and then just kind of opens up his jaws, and then opens up his beak, and a giant beam of light <laughs> erupts from his mouth, uh, just skewering through this Venusaur. For 104 damage. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It was 52 times two. So almost as if like, I don't know if you guys have ever turned a light on like inside of a frog, you can kind of see its bones because its skin is so like, <laughs> chot. It's, totally. you, you kind of see. That. That's, a, that's a weirdly <laughs> specific example, but I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mouth. You never done that? You guys don't, you guys haven't done that? Um, you see all of Venusaur's bones um, as like the screech of the Ludicolo solar beam fills this Venusaur up and it ex explodes into the millions and millions of particles and over the mic you just hear you kind of hear like gurgling and uh, uh, Calvin drops to their knees and they burst into a mist of red and uh, Jimmy you are up alright Whizcash Still having a 1v1, this guy, you know? Everybody else gets to help each other, but he's alone out in the sea. Um, and he's gonna he's gonna try again with a little more a little more focus this time. Not he realizes that for alligator can still hurt him. To use an aqua tail. And that is a 27. That hits a one-armed <laughs> for alligator. 
<laughs> All right, 40, 12, 8 plus 2 is 10. One is eleven. <laughs> plus eleven is twenty-two. Plus another eleven is thirty-three times two is sixty-six damage. You are so lucky. That that is literally on the nose. So <laughs> Oh that, no That is literally on no, the nose. No, uh, so 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 dress it up and take care of this one armed uh, for alligator named. Yeah, Cookie. so so the first time he kinda did the spin to to swipe at his neck and arm, and this time he does not miss, and he gets a hold of him, and he basically jumps out of the water, swings his tail around. Um, let me just take a look at this poster and make sure this is plausible. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it looks like a fish tail, but actually it's razor sharp. So uh, he spins around and uh, chops the for alligators head and remaining arm off <laughs> in a diagonal swipe. An another just revolting scream, kind of growl <laughs> coming from this feraligator uh, as it's disembodied kind of like head and, you know, arms to shoulder uh, flops uh, and before it hits the water is just this ear-piercing growl. And over the mic, you just hear, Cookie! As Max bursts into a mist of red, and you see you um, three um, just kind of glowing brighter than you could uh, ever imagine, blinding light on the deck of the ship are are three just stones sitting there. The alga shows up out of the sky lands on top of the ship. The three pieces are absorbed back into its armor as it frames itself back up and it blinks back out of existence. Nice. Jakob? Uh, may I take one additional action? Yes, you may. <laughs> Perhaps we'll call this a celebratory action. Wizcash would like to jump out of the water and land squarely on the deck of the battleship, uh, just sinking it down into the sea. <laughs> can I do that? 100% you can do that. That is awesome. <laughs> he winks. <laughs> Damn cool. And he's smiling. You know, Wizcash has, always has this sort of shit-eating grin on his face. He just lands and sort of like, uh, to the extent a fish can exhale, this sort of like anime, like, <laughs> and relaxes and just sinks down. It's like a tired into dog. The water. <laughs> yeah. Off the side, Jakob places his hand on Holma's shoulder. With that power, those three control all our futures now. Over the next month, the Kaiju led Valiant Army systematically dismantled the JKA Avarice forces. Three generations of the Avarice family gone, JK Army, JKH Army surrendered in every region, and the Great War came to a close. The stories of the three trainers from the future, with the power to summon Kaiju Pokemon, reached the farthest corners of the planet. The future of Pokemon secured, and the vacuum left by Avarice needing to be filled, the direction of the world lay in the hands of three grunts brought together in the void the saviors of Pokemon. Left in the hands of a fool-hearted and fool-hearted old man. 
Brian, let us know what you want to do with your character here. Um, Morty kind of is just going to spend the rest of his days wandering uh, the world as we know it now. He, you know, always was in his mining town uh, until he was recruited into Void and never really got to uh, travel. Um, So he's going to spend his days uh, reading Tilly's diary, documenting new Pokemon, adding uh, new entries. In the hands of a suave, quick-witted 20-something, Jimmy. Jimmy the Pirate King Abagnale. (laughs) God. With his uh, now unstoppable naval force. Um, is has been, we'll say, uh, tempered by this experience, and is a, is a noble and a kind spirit. Uh, but he he remains this sort of uh, Robin Hood thief king of the New World, uh, and he lives lives large on uh, let's say a private island out in the sea with his Whizcash, always at his beck and call. In the hands of a bright and powerful woman. Um, June continues on, um, seeking further bonds with, uh, her Pokemon and other Pokemon. She is fascinated with this world she never knew existed, um, and lives a future learning and teaching. Um, she opens up a school for children and young Pokemon to uh, grow up together and learn together and bond together and learn to fight and learn to protect themselves, um, but also learn to um, value the friendship and bond that you can create um, with with a creature, a companion, um, to use as a companion and not just a, a piece of weaponry. Um, and she is on a never-ending quest to to discover maybe where she came from and where her mother is um, because that's why she got into all this in the first place. As the times pass from the end of the Great War, all that remain are the stories of the Three Grunts. Stories are for joining the past to the future. Stories are for those late hours in the night when you can't remember how you got from where you were to where you are. Stories are for eternity when memory is erased, when there is nothing to remember except a story. <laughs>